you once said, uh, if I could play the tour drunk, I'd win every week. Um, <laughs> Whoa. Hey, get, get the fuck out of here. That's not gonna go over well. <laughs> it's amazing where I would go, I, wherever I set course records or whatever, I would be barefooted, drunk, playing golf, making every 20 footer I looked at. Stupidest fucking design. Here you're being wimps, you don't even want to drink Fireball, man. That's nothing. I mean, I drink vodka straight, man. Come on, quit being you know what. So the way I look at it, you got to take a shot every hole. That would be my ultimate goal. I think your golf game will get better. Three, man. three on the course, yeah, at least three on the course. And then maybe after the round, I'll have one more, so four. It could be upwards of eight some days, you know. Yeah. But again, they're, they're smaller, so it's not like it's this, you know, huge shaker bottle you know, thing, right? It's Hi. We'll see ya. Yep. Oh no, every fucking time. I mean, I take 15 seconds and go. And I've done all right, so I don't understand what they're... It's just frustrating as a player. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Golf Balling Podcast. Episode number 46. I'm your this host, your Jackson. Host, Sean. Oh my, you son of a... I saw <laughs> I you inching to the mic, Sean. This is your host, Nick. You. I saw you inching. I saw it. This is anyways, a anyways, live guys, studio audience. This is not. We have episode number 46. We're back on Skype. I see your guys' beautiful faces. This, I I said this in the last two, but I promise you this podcast will be uploaded onto YouTube. So go check it out. Um, yeah, Sean, who's this podcast brought to you by? Uh, it's brought to you by Jock Market. Nice. Yeah, uh, check I the description. I think you should be the one to say it. This Jock time. MKT. There you go. Um, we're here with Snooky. Snooky, how did you place last week, buddy? I placed great. <laughs> <laughs> like I did, radio. did you place great? No, no, I came in like dead last, probably. <laughs> I, you picked my team. It was Doug Gim, Akshay Batia, um, Jim Furyk, and I couldn't even get Jordan Spieth because his prices were too high. I wish he would have just, uh, honestly, I wish he would have just picked like a really runt of the mill type group like the billy horschel jim herman man you could have you could have set me up for greatness like if you would have been like yeah i, I honestly think, probably would have chose billy horschel this week go gators jim herman is a great jock market pick um we'll talk about jock jock mkt later in the podcast um i i did i put all my shares in scott stallings because i was late once again so don't don't forget to don't forget to place your trades before the IPO closes Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Central Time, ladies and gentlemen. Do not be like me so you can win some money. Sean is in the best state in America, so he cannot do this. Thank the fucking Lord. Yeah, I, I it was probably a strategic move on Jack Market's part so that, yeah, they, they, so that they didn't have to pay me anymore. Knew you, they knew you were moving away. Yeah. Uh, well, guys, we have some great topics today. I do want to get into a listener's direct question really quickly, though. And I'm going to give you guys the app because he said, keep up the good work, boys. I didn't tell you guys that. Twiggy88 says, breakfast ball, early tea time, no warm up, can hit a second tee, no, sh- no penalty, yeah or nay? Boys, I know we love this. 100%. 100 percent yeah i feel like one thousand percent i've 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 never played around where i haven't a lot of breakfast ball on the first tee it's just it's i mean it should be allowed in tournament play 
The universe, oh shit, just shanked it out of bounds. The pros should be able to do this. The European tour should do one tournament where they allow a breakfast ball off the first tee. (laughs) That'd be such a Euro tour thing to do. That would just be so cool. I mean, that's the way to play golf. Guys, if you're out there playing and you're giving your buddies a hard time or your buddies are giving you a hard time for hitting a breakfast ball on the first tee, I think you need to find a new group of golfers to play with. Yeah, I... 100%. 100%. 100%. Like, even 100%. if you warm... I don't care if you warm up. Like, you yeah, should still get a breakfast ball. The warm-up affects it probably 1%. So Nick has left. Nick's um, gone. I'm glad he's muted, though. <laughs> I was back. really actually expecting some disagreement from Nick. <laughs> breakfast balls? I like breakfast balls. I feel like breakfast balls should be able to be saved. So Not it could be a lunch yeah. ball yeah. or a dinner Dude, ball. That is such a Jackson rule. No. <laughs> No, I, I totally agree with breakfast ball, but here's the thing is I don't I, – I'm not – it's not like humble brag, but I don't use breakfast balls like that often off the first tee. Like, you know, some of the – I feel like the courses – yeah, I, I feel like the courses we play are like – it's pretty easy to hit like an easy – like a good tee shot off of normally pretty open. I only, I only really use a breakfast ball if it's like terrible. Yeah, you just shank but- – but I do I have I do have kind of a spin-off question based off of this cuz this is something my family does. So we always play first hole if you don't like if you don't hit any practice pots first hole's auto two putt. Ooh, I love that rule. I I just yeah. I I I should change my pants or something. I I I can't believe we've never done that. It's such change a relief. Pants? There's nothing worse all right, guys. I, here, here we go. All right, this is this is this is what I think. The first hole on any golf tournament, if you are a d- good enough golfer, like if if you're like any of us, or if you're below a 15 handicap, I feel like the score you should get on one is a par, with the two with the two tee shots and the automatic two putt, and it's the first hole of the day. Give them a fucking par, dude. Come on. Yeah, the with the like the auto two putt, I just like that because it's such a relief. Like if you haven't hit any practice putts and you hit your first approach shot to like forty feet, <laughs> and then you're just walking up there. You're like, all right, yeah, there's a par. I, I, I mean, if we could get that going in tournaments as well, that that would just be unreal. I, I, there's nothing worse than bogeying one. I, I, there really is nothing worse. These are both ridiculous hypotheticals as far yeah. as tournament golf goes, but. Goddamn! Would it be sick? <laughs> it, it it would be unbelievable. I would just yeah. hit an aggressive putt, like I, super aggressive birdie putt. Oh, you have like, to just hammer it. Yeah, I know. I know. Nick doesn't like playing with me sometimes because I'm a oh. huge fan. I'm a huge fan of carrying over mulligans. Like, I love. I, no, I love <laughs> carry over mulligans. You, yeah, but it's like if we're in a match, then it's like uh, oh, I hate well, that. I'm using my mulligan on twelve. Yeah, you you do that all the time, and if if you're gonna play that way, you have to establish that on the first tee. But you guys and, know. But you're well, pulling like a mulligan. Like here's the thing: is you already took your mulligan on the first tee, and it's like <laughs> we get to hold twelve, and I I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna take my mulligan now, right? Like yeah, I didn't take a practice ball, and I love, and it. then I take, and you're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna take one too, and I'm like, <laughs> dude, dude, Jackson, Jackson just makes up so many different mulligans. First of all, like he make he's done a birthday mulligan, 
he's also a big fan of hitting a second tee shot on the first tee, playing the first, and then saying that he still has his breakfast ball. I love that move. I think I, that's scummy. I think the first hole is just... I, I think you should just write it down before you play the hole. Four, four, four. If you're bad, five, five, five. Just play it to get loose. Yeah, and then move on. Dude, um... When I went to visit my brother, like when when I was still or when we were still in high school, I went to visit Connor and I watched him play a tournament. And the first hole was under construction, so they got to just like hit shots, but everybody got a par on that hole. See, that is just oh my god! Like that's that's a I remember in high school when that would come up where it's like, yeah, we've got water on twelve. I keep using twelve. We've got water on five. Um, you know, the greens destroyed, whatever it is, so just take the par. It's just a four. <laughs> like, <laughs> why not just make it a 17 hole tournament? <laughs> <laughs> um, can't while, while we have this, can we talk about our, uh, our last review really quickly? Sure. Well, I mean, I just think that this was probably the best in, I think it's the best review in a while. And, and that's, to say a lot because Peter gave us a great review. Are you reading the review? Or All right. So Ramsack said, fantastic golf podcast. Great commentary. Love listening while I'm at work. Only thing I can't help but imagine is Jackson being about 5'6", 260. Voice just got a fat kid vibe to it. Great podcast, though. I mean, he's got the height pretty close. Pretty <laughs> he's got close. the height really close. But Scary the, close. Weight, the weight he's off by at least 100 pounds. It, it it's over a hundred pounds. He he's he's off by over a hundred pounds. Ja- Jackson oh. wishes wishes he could be one sixty. Sean, if he I wishes could, <laughs> it could be like a good one sixty. That would just be great. Um, but anyways, Ram, you know I really appreciate the kind words. To be honest, and that that has to be one of the funnier reviews I've it, seen. It, I think it's one of the I think it's the best review we've ever gotten because of it's just none of us have really like other than Nick's. Other than, like, our first ever review that wasn't Nick or I, like, it was this guy just with, like, three par- – we've talked about this. Like, a guy gave, like, three paragraphs just roasting Nick. And yeah. that was the last – and this is, like, sophomore year of high school. So this okay, is- but that was roasting me, but, like – It was well, roasting your takes. Yeah. It was roasting my takes, which the guy needed to – settle down and well, i needed well, to settle you, down as well you, you really needed to settle down <laughs> i hey i i said in, i needed to settle down in fairness to nick it's pretty weird to give a golf podcast a low review just because you disagree with one of their takes yeah i i yeah and it was like ones i i, I understand I understand if, like, you find the people annoying and that's why you give a low review. But don't give a low review just because you disagree with one take that somebody had. That's petty. Yeah, so, um... Sounds like a Karen. So, guys, if you disagree with Sean's take on that take, go ahead and leave us a, a review. You know what? This guy did exactly what we said. A few, like, the last last one was better, but, like, forty episode 44, episode 43, Nick's takes were like, ugh! Shoot me in the head. <laughs> and, and we were like, guys, go ahead. Give us a good review rating and then just shit on Nick if you want to. But they didn't. You know why? And they didn't. They shot on me and it's great. Mm-hmm. Because and, my, they love my takes. I, I think people love me, Jackson. 
I, I, I hope they do. And I they went do. and listened to our last podcast, and I'm listening to my takes from the last podcast, and I'm like, that was probably my worst podcast of my life. Dude, it's so weird listening to, like, listening to our own podcast. It's so like, weird, dude. Half the shit I say, I hear it again, and I'm just like, oh, I don't remember saying that at all. <laughs> I just kind of, like, black out during these things and totally just, forget what I said. I'm a re- like a normal conversation i love it thank you guys so much for listening <laughs> when i when i listen to it um like jackson or you will say oh nick or something and i like i'll respond um because i'm like oh they're talking to me right um but yeah no all right so should we get into our one of our topics? Yeah, now? let's do um, let's do club breaking first because I don't know if you saw either of you saw it, but golf, golfers doing things posted um, Adam breaking his golf club. So basically, for the last, if you didn't listen to the last podcast, um, Nick and I played with golfers doing things, who's Jake Adams and his buddy from Las Vegas, whose name was Adam. We had a great time, uh, but Adam broke a club on. It was getting late, maybe like fifteen or something, sixteen. Yeah. Uh, it it was a it was actually just a beautiful break. Um, but the comments, if you go on the comments, because I don't think either of you guys follow him. I do. Uh, oh, you do. I don't. I did. I commented. I, I had a, a comment that got like thirty three likes. Jackson. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. What'd you comment? Um, that it like that club. Uh, you, I'll read it after. I'll read okay. it after. But yeah, I mean. The comments in that post were all like, "This was so staged." Blah blah blah. Was it staged? Because I, I mean, honestly don't know. I thought it was. Here's the thing: it, it wasn't really staged. Like, if he hit a bad shot, he was gonna like break his club. Yeah. Type thing. Yeah. But it wasn't like to the point where like, oh, he's hitting this shot and he's staging it. It, it was definitely okay. Here's a part. Here's the last part three. Um, let's record everybody's shot. And. Adam just happened to perfectly break his golf club, but I am a my. I would say that like I've wanted to break clubs so many times, and especially in tournament play, like I've wanted to just like take my driver and just bash it on a tree. But I I don't recommend it. And Sean, I I'm interested to hear your take because let's hear your history. Wait, I have to, I have to explain Sean's the video to Sean before. Okay. Because he, 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 he I, hasn't yeah, seen I haven't it. seen the video. So, because um, you, you're not going to, by the time you'd follow golfers doing things, it wouldn't, you know. So he breaks his club, he steps on it, stomps on it, then throws the first piece into the ground, two pieces, the head perfectly sticks into the ground, then he throws like the grip and it perfectly sticks into the ground. <laughs> That's what I thought was impressive. I'll it send you a so text. It was so and impressive. I, and I said, the, I said, anyone who says this is not impressive clearly has never broken their club and tried to throw <laughs> those pieces into the ground. Because it's like, Fair to not. get them to stick like that is... One in a hundred. Easily. Eh, it's probably a better chance than that. Fifteen in a hundred. Give well, both. I'd have, both. To see, I'd have to see how he threw them, but... Um, so you want my opinion on this? Well, yeah, because yeah. I know your history. <laughs> Well, so, well, if, if possible, could we get a rundown of each incident, Sean? I haven't really broken many clubs. Well, oh, man. So, you've well, broken the, more the clubs word, than both me and Jackson combined. The key word was many. and <laughs> that... <laughs> All right. Well, I haven't really just, like, snapped a club out of anger. 
I've had probably five or six break during shots. Wow. That is and insane. Yeah, I've, I've snapped quite a few clubs just like during a round. Too big. Um, and I've also bent quite a few clubs yeah. out of anger. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I, I, let me start by saying I get, I get why you'd want to break a club. I mean, you get frustrated. You got to take it out on something. Well, you don't want to take it out on yourself. This is, we're playing golf, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Golf can suck sometimes. Yeah. That should be a shirt. Golf can suck sometimes. Yeah. Golf can yeah. suck all the time. I think that's <laughs> that shirt. I think, yeah, we should just make golf sucks gear. But oh wait, who tried to we, do that? <laughs> who tried to do that, Sean? Uh, I I shot me fucking down. I literally think. think I liked the idea, but I, I don't know if you remember either of you, but I'm pretty positive whatever design and font you had on the shirt was oh, just it's horrible. terrible. Yeah, like okay. all such like nobody was like, oh damn, I like the design. Like, yeah, you like, need you need something like. I almost think you have to go with like golf can suck sometimes, or you have to have something else to kind of. Because I remember Sean and Jenny like shit on me. They're like, "Why would you sell a shirt that golf sucks?" <laughs> I'm like yeah. it does. <laughs> it, does it really suck. does. Um, yeah, but back to the point. Like, I I totally get why you'd want to do it, but at the end of the day, it's just not worth it. Like, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Exactly. The only I think the only club I've ever like actually snapped out of anger was a hybrid, and yeah, it's luckily okay to I had a hybrid. Well, I had a uh, I had a driving iron that arrived the next day, so I was taking the hybrid out of the bag anyways, and I always fucking hated that club, so I had no choice but to snap it. Um, no choice. Yeah, it's it's but like in general, it's just really not worth the hassle of having to go get your club repaired, and like there's nothing more embarrassing than walking into a golf store to get a club fixed with the shaft in two pieces. I actually had to go on back-to-back days to the PGA Tour Superstore in Arizona because it was it was Thanksgiving a few years ago, and first tee, it's like it's Thanksgiving Day. Everyone's like everyone's at the course, so first tee, there was a crowd of like twenty people, like kind of around watching, and I was hitting my driving iron. The thing snapped on impact. Um. So I took that to get fixed that day. The next day, I was playing very poorly. I skull-fucked a chip, and I just took my 60-degree and slammed the grip into my foot. Oh. And then that that broke as well. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to go back to the same PJ Tour Superstore, and I was just like, hey, uh, can I get this one fixed too? Tough week, eh? <laughs> yeah, they were just like, what the fuck? They were like they were probably they were definitely just thinking this guy must be a psychopath. Have you guys witnessed many club breakings? Because I honestly think that that one that Nick and I witnessed was probably one of my first three. I haven't like witnessed many. Like I've never had somebody in With my, my group own in a eyes. Tournament. Yeah, like in, yeah. But one of my teammates in a tournament. Um, like midway through his round, he just snapped his Scotty Cameron over his knee. 
Oh, no. And then he was putting with a wedge the rest of the round. And I, I remember just laughing my ass off as he walked back to the clubhouse at the end of the round with his Scotty Cameron and two pieces in his hands. Dude, a Scotty? Oh, I mean, all you, have to re- all you have to do is replace the shaft. It's not really yeah, so that big of a deal. Was I, the, yeah, okay. Well, that was I the see. comments. The, com- the replies I got to my comment were ridiculous. Well, read them. Um... You the guys know. One... Go ahead. Sorry. The first one I got was, I just am not impressed by people who have enough disposable income to break a club every time they have a ten- temper tantrum. Temper tantrum. I, I am. I like twenty five dollars. Shafts are cheap. First of all, like, like most. 20... I said, yeah. I, I replied. I was like, an, an iron shaft maybe cost twenty five dollars, and that club maybe cost two dollars at Goodwill. Like. <laughs> I, I was gonna say, I, income. I think Adam especially like is the last. Like, if anybody knew who that guy, like, if they, any of them met him as Nick mutes, um, he definitely is like just a normal as middle twenty year old guy who's trying to fucking make life happen. Like, he doesn't have a disposable income. We just had extra clubs. And I know I have, like, so right now, Sean, I, I have that, you know, new golf ball wedge. What do you think I should do with my extra 56? Break it? Well, give it away? Per- so. Personally, I would keep it. Okay. Um, just in case you ever need an extra wedge. But okay. if you didn't want to keep it, then yeah, break it. Break it? I See, I'm really going with the break it part. I. Um, yeah, but back to that comment. I kind of disagree with everything about that comment. It really actually kind of triggers me. Because, yeah, <laughs> like, first of all, even if fixing golf clubs was expensive, if you have the money, do whatever the fuck you want with it. it, it it's not his place to judge what anyone else does with their money. <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> like, I don't know who that guy is, but fuck that guy. Dude, I looked on his Instagram and I'm like, fuck this guy. This guy sucks. Like, I hope I never just, meet that fucking person. I, I just break your club and like who gives a shit? Go to fucking PJ Superstore and live with it, dude. Yeah, and why even take the time to comment that? What a fucking show. Well, that's what life is, Sean. Go on any golf balling post once a day. There's gonna be just like a comment that it's like Jesus Christ, like you this, did not need to be that mean. <laughs> like this is why this is like just I don't comment on anything on Instagram. Like golf balling might legitimately be the only page I've ever commented on, Ooh. and I think I've commented like twice ever. Like yeah, just. How do these people not have better things to do? Well, the funniest part to me has always been whether it's like a video of you, me, Nick, or like pretty much you, me, or Nick. And I'll post you guys on the story. I'll put my swing on the story. And they'll be like, this guy sucks at golf. Like, you know, they'll comment. They'll type out something hateful, assuming that that isn't any of us. Like, they're just so like oblivious to the fact that that is clearly a golf balling member and it's like they'll be like this fucker can't break 100 for his life and i'll be like um i just shot 80 from the tips from you know seven thousand yards and he'll be like oh that was you my bad bro love the page and it's like well (laughs) you just shat on me like personally just took a personal attack 
it's pretty odd to me that people spend so much time on social media typing out like these hate comments. It's unbelievable. Because like, first of all, a lot of them just are objectively not true. Like with any of us, if you're going to comment that we suck at golf, like that's really not a fair assessment because we're all just statistically above average golfers. Yeah, but even me. I'm kidding. I mean, I'm kidding. Even Jackson's technically above average. I just shot yeah. 80 and, at Stonewall, Sean. Yeah, and I mean, if you said it about Nick and I, that's even more ridiculous. Yeah, it's... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I fucking suck at golf. I, I actually... Nick, I think it was so funny how confident Jake Adams, golfers doing things, was when he saw me. I asked this dude for a fucking polo. I didn't have a polo. I had hickeys all over my neck. Nick looks like, you know, his normal self, but like Nick wouldn't strike me as like a scratch golfer. I would just be like it's like a normal guy, maybe he's good at golf. I w- I wouldn't look at Nick on a like if you showed if you brought up Nick, I wouldn't just be like you are probably going to shoot under par. Like I it's more of like it could go either way, but Jake was like Nick and I, you and I are the same thing. Like, it, like, well, he comes up to me. He goes, "Oh, what are you about a four handicap?" Yeah, it's just. And I go, "Yeah, that. yeah," because I'm, <laughs> I, I'm like, "This is we're playing for money." But, or, well, we, I don't know if we played for money in the end, but we did not. Like, but like, we're playing in a match, yeah. And I'm like, um, he's like four, and I'm like, oh man, I'm like a two, because I'm like, I'm just gonna ride this out a little bit. Like, give me two, like. I gonna get. I don't know what he's gonna say. If he's gonna say he's scratch, I'm gonna get two strokes, and I'll take that any day of the fucking week. Yeah. Um, and then Jackson, he is like, "What are you?" And I'm like, "Oh, Jackson's like a like a twelve or." You said twelve? Are you serious? I was trying to bump you up. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. That I don't really bit. remember how we got there, to be honest. Well, it just kind of handicap talk. I mean, oh, hate he, comments, right? Yeah, hate comments. It. I just thought that that was funny because, I mean, Nick and I were four up through five, like, extremely easily. Like, I mean, I think we were, like, just parring. We were literally just getting pars. Yeah, dude. That was my fucking story today, man. um, What was that topic you want to talk about, though, Nick? Worst types of golfers to play with. Oh, Oh, worst worst types types of golfers. Dude, there's so many. Yeah, there are a lot. I think the number one is, is slow, or slow players. I think you just... Get that out of the question. Yeah, people who just hit the who can't hit the golf ball straight, dude. I played. I I played with somebody yesterday. So yesterday I just played with two people that are like now classmates of mine. Um, I'd met them like once before. On Sean's but so I didn't really know what to expect. One of them was okay. The other one like legitimately could not make contact or well <laughs> he made contact but it was horrible i think we every hole we looked in the fescue for his ball at least two to three times like it was it was that, tough to watch that is was the around. worst dude at one point actually um so the the team's assistant coach who played on tour for like 15 years he came out to watch me play um, just for like three holes, and the first tee shot he wa- he was watching this other kid hit. The kid whiffed, Oof. and I, I was just rolling on the ground laughing. Rude. Like, whiffing, whiffing with the driver is kind of tough. I mean, Ryan did that when we played in our last round. I think, I I totally agree with you. Those slow golfers are definitely the the worst though, because, I mean. Especially when you're in carts, it's like 
I mean, I love riding in a car with you or Nick because it's like, especially, like, it's literally like, I know, but first of all, you guys kind of know car etiquette and car etiquette is actually kind of a whole thing we should actually kind of talk about if you guys want to if you feel as strong as i do but like playing with you guys and one of you driving is so much better than playing with like one of our friends who's going to shoot like 110 it's just like yeah it's so much less stressful even if you're in the passenger seat it's just so much better dude i i refuse to ride passenger with somebody who shoots over 100 really but then it's it's so much extra work like with you, if you guys are driving, I can just sit back and relax. Here's the thing with yeah, that: you have to have your friend. Like with our friends, is they will just drive. They they expect you to like, oh, drive me to my ball, drive me to that. Like if their ball's like a hundred, like fifteen yards away, they won't walk to that fucking ball, and that's yeah. <laughs> they don't understand like that. Yeah, because it's like a big thing is, especially with pace of play, is just. Like, literally just drop the fucker off and just have him take his wedges and putter. Like, walking's fun when you're in a cart, too. You get to enjoy the area, and then the guy gets to go to his shot. Like, I just feel like people who aren't great at golf don't understand fully, like, oh, we're both in the same area. We're both in the fairway, but you're on the left, I'm on the right. Maybe let's go shoot yours grab your club and then I'm going to go to mine and pick you up. Just walk to my cart after I hit it. Like it, it's stuff like that, that you guys would understand. But I also, I get really fed up because I feel like a lot of times if you're playing with somebody who's like new to golf and they're driving the cart, Ugh. they're just constantly like, where's your ball? Like they never know where to take you. <laughs> like they never have any idea and it just gets so annoying or they'll forget about your ball and just keep driving to theirs. And you're just yeah. Like, All right. Yeah. I'm, I gotta go back there and then you gotta <laughs> alert everyone ahead of you that you're hitting. Cause you fucking forgot about me. Um, yeah. that's why I usually, if I'm playing with a soul player, I kind of just take the initiative and just, grab like if i'm 150 yards away i don't care i'll take my eight iron or nine iron or whatever i'm hitting hit the shot and walk to the green and just grab my putter there like i don't care we're golfing yeah i mean i don't really have too many issues with slow players just because i feel like most people i play with kind of get the vibe right away that i'm trying to just play quick as hell and i also think that corona has been beautiful as far as carts go because it's now like kind of it, first of all everybody should get a cart if you pay a cart fee you should be able to drive your own cart if you really wanted to but in my opinion but like i think with corona it's become so much more acceptable to just be like yeah can we get four carts four yeah. keys and and that speeds up so much just because the shitty player can go hit their shot you can go to your shot it's just way better yeah, I feel like part of the reason they that courses don't love that is just obviously they have the limited amount of carts. Yeah. And that also just doubles the amount of cart traffic that the course is going to get in a single day. Yeah. I, so I mean, we, I get the justification, but it definitely speeds things up so much. Can we forward. Oh, yeah. Can can we three talk Sean, have you ever worked like in a bag room kind of with your caddy job or is it more just caddy? I help out in the bag room pretty often. Okay. What about cart? Carts? You, like we, yeah, all the caddies all right. are responsible for the carts. Dude, that is so cool because Nick, when we worked at our golf course, like 
carts were my least favorite thing to do. The only good part was that it was far away, it was cold, and you could go on your phone. Carts are... Nick, just I can like, hear the cicadas in your background. That's not me. I don't think uh, that's me. Not? It was one of yours. I could hear cicadas. I heard cicadas, too. Maybe really? it was me. I don't know. I feel like it has to be you. I mean, you're in the middle of nowhere. And yeah, I don't hear any cicadas. I don't hear any cicadas either. I th- it stopped now, but I just wanted to Wait, point out. I hear cicadas. Okay, then it's you. In the city? No, it was just static. Never mind. No, there's no cicadas Maybe it here. was me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I... Well, what's another golfer you guys hate playing with? I hate... All right. I'm very passionate about this. I hate playing with people who are worse than me that try and give me advice. (laughs) Why? Like, wait, what? Every random guy, every random guy I get paired up with is just trying to give me, like, swing tips. And I'm like, dude, leave me the fuck alone. Sean, you know what would elevate your game to take that next step? Like... I've if had a guy, didn't line every hole. Dude, I had a guy, I was like, I was four under at this point. And this guy starts just shitting on my alignment. And I'm like, buddy, like, we've played like 15 holes and you're probably already over 100 strokes. Like, who are <laughs> you to try and tell me what to do? Dude, what? Just like unwarranted swing advice bothers me in the first place. And then when it's coming from somebody worse than me that I don't know, that just really pisses me off. Yeah, I don't like unwarranted swing advice unless it's coming from probably either of you. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. it's like, I mean, well, I don't fucking care. And also, like, I'm not going to listen to you. Yeah, I, like, I, I used to have a bad habit of, like, giving people swing advice all the time. And now I just don't do it unless people ask. Cause yeah, so that, that brings me to another topic. What's that? Because that Sean's point is like, it's kind of like, if you see an actual problem that you can legitimately, like, for example, our friend Ryan hits the biggest slice ever. And it's like, if you learn how to close your wrists, like, it will be much better. Like, just close your fucking wrists. Like, I'm sick of you going OB every tee shot. So, like, that, I feel like, is a little more warranted just because they're, like, not necessarily asking for it, but they're actually trying to play better golf, and they're open well, to us telling them Yeah, the, the thing with Ryan is Ryan is very much a beginner. Like, very new to the game of golf. And, like, for him, I feel like he recognizes that we know just a lot well, more about golf than he does. So he's not going to be bothered by us. What what about this take? Here's a here's a hot take for probably you, Sean. Then what I don't like is I don't like just avid golfers just assuming like okay, I just met you at a party or you're a family friend or whatever it is. Oh, you golf like? Can you teach me what I'm doing wrong? I personally oh. don't know. That's exactly, no, that was exactly my point. Like, like people who ask for swing advice from people, like, good golfers. Like, oh, I'm not a swing coach. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? You have to get to that point where you realize, like, so, like, uh, enough of it is, like, your own fucking thing. Like, it's technical, like, it's fundamentals, and then it's up to you. I, since this, like, quarantine started and everybody started getting into golf... I've had probably 
upwards of 30 people ask me for swing advice. Hey, Sean, quick question. Sure. How many of them were girls? Uh, probably five. Five? I was hoping for one. Jeez. No, I've there had a go. decent amount of girls ask. There you go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, it's it, it gets annoying when people ask that. Because, like, yeah, I'll go to the range with somebody if they really want. But, like, if you're just kind of describing to me what your miss is, I'm not going to be able to just tell you what to change most well, of the time. I actually really disagree with you because I I feel like you could. Really? No, because yes. most, most things are too specific to just have a general fix. Like, yeah, if somebody says I have a slice... Like, yeah, there are things that usually help with that, but unless I see their actual swing, oh, I'm not going to be able to. Okay, I see what you're saying. So, like, the only time it really makes any sense is if you go to the range with somebody, describe, like, what your usual problems are, and, um, like, actually hit a decent number of shots <laughs> rather than just, like, hey, I know you've seen my swing in this video, but what should I fix? Like, I yeah. just need so much more information than that. Yeah, I see that. If someone tells me, like, I hate the people who literally are, like, explaining, yeah, I, I hit a fake. You know, I, I like to hit, like, a right, a left or right ball flight, but I slice it a lot, man. I'm just keep slicing. Any tips? And I'm like, shut the fucking face. That's all I can really tell you. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I haven't seen your swing. I haven't seen anything. How am I supposed to fix it? First off, I'm not yeah, a I'd... swing coach. <laughs> I'm trying to fix I mean, my own fucking swing. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, 90 percent of where the ball goes is all face control. So just like in general, that's just the easiest thing to. Yeah, become tell more them. athletic. Yeah, become more athletic. That's my. That's I'm my favorite. Is, the game. Yeah, when people are like, when people are like, so what should I fix? I'm just like, ah, just be athletic, have a feel. Dude, that sucks know. though because like. I... You guys know I have this monster slice, which has turned into just this massive hook which has turned into like you haven't i played with no, when dude, we played every with, time i played every time i played with you or seen you play recently you're hitting your driver dead straight i really am though <laughs> <laughs> i was playing with him at i hooked it a lot on thursday and in the last round of golf that we played yeah i mean as we've talked about i i hit two ob on one that's why like that first hole really should just be parable in my eyes. It, it, I hit two balls OB, and the then you got first gotta... hole should just be a practice. Like there should just be an extra. There should be nineteen holes, but the first Wait, hole is just a warm up. Where hole, did but... you hit two OB? Highland Woods hole one. You hit two balls OB at Highland Woods. Yes, you could just fucking aim right. Like just I didn't aim even to know the there se- was OB. <laughs> oh, it's like maybe I don't know. You probably. It's it's definitely reachable, but you can yeah. easily aim like sixty yards to the. There's yeah. no out of bounds. The right. only you way at least, you you have at least two hundred yards of room to hit. No, that I know shot. the only way you can hit that is either if you're aimed incorrectly or you have a hook, and I have both of those issues. Okay, yeah. then aim fucking <laughs> at nine gra- nine fairway nine. Yeah, green. and then what the happens? Clubhouse. What happens if it, you. if it slices? You're still in well, play. Well, then you have your breakfast ball, I, and yeah, dude, you're still in play. <laughs> I honestly, I, I just didn't, I can't express how much I am just so done for this golf season. Like, I want to play so much, so much more. But, like, if I weren't giving myself so many strokes, like, 
Yeah, you're handicapped. It, I, I, it, it would just be like, yeah, or I shot. Your handicap at, doesn't allow you to take over double pot or double over take over a double. If, you know, exactly. Sometimes both. Sometimes, that. sometimes, sometimes that he doesn't have. Yeah, and, and it's like, it's just, it's just, goddamn, dude. I, I'm so sick of. I mean, you're like Riggs. Like, I I don't understand how Riggs. I I saw on Twitter, um, he shot. I think he played winged foot, and he shot eighty one. Wow. No, he shot eighty one, but it came like he put it in his handicap, and it was a seventy seven or something. And I'm like, what? How does that work? Like, how did I I I've never seen like. I think Riggs and I sound very similar as far as golf mentality goes, but more he's more cheating, and I'm more like. But he says it's like part of his handicap, and I'm like, I don't know if that's like the adjusted like oh with his handicap, like that's like a 77 round. I think adjusted well, handicap is actually just so stupid. Like, but I mean, yeah, Nick, there is the rule though. Like they just changed it when we went to the new handicap system, so I still don't understand the new rule. But there's always been a rule like, oh, if you're a 10 handicap, can't take more than a double on a hole just because they don't want, like one hole to fuck up your score. Are you I, fucking me? I get that. You didn't no, know that's that? That's so bullshit. No, I, I didn't know that. That's so Why do you bullshit. think I say my handicap won't let me take double on this hole? It's a that's fucking so joke. That's so fucking bullshit. No, that's I so BS. That. I shouldn't have to take double after any fucking hole. You that's legitimately so shouldn't bullshit. be able to take, like, bogey after a fucking hole. Like, fuck this, dude. No, fuck this. Yeah, That's fuck what I'm this. saying. And, and I'd be that, so good. That is my answer Honestly, right there. Dude, honestly, Nick, that rule hurts. I would say it hurts, like, higher single-digit to lower double-digit handicaps more than it helps. Because think about it. Like, so if, let's say Jackson put every round in and he never takes more than a double, (laughs) every round is a couple strokes lower than it should be. Whereas you and I, like, I'm just assuming that you don't really ever follow that rule. I never do. Like, I just, whatever I, I've whatever I made on that hole. Never. Like, if I make a triple, that's whatever. I'm taking the triple. But if, then triple. if you, then if you and I were to play Jackson in a match, he's fucked because his handicap is three strokes too low, strictly off of the, just based off the rules. So, like, that, it's just dumb to me. I agree. I Golf fucking is- agree. I agree so much. I'm pissed. I I wouldn't say I wouldn't say golf's dumb. Just committees of people making rules are dumb. I think I think that the whole and we've had a whole podcast about this. If you guys want to listen to it, where we just just roasted handicap system, handicap index with the USGA because it it's so fucking stupid. The, The whole USGA. I think the even the revised handicap system. Like nobody follow the thing. I think is so bad. Is like you can never get anybody to not follow. Like, there are definitely so many people who put in candy caps or like score. They post scores when they just play by by themselves. Yeah. Or well, they like. No, I mean. I mean, at the end of the day, handicaps are always going to be built on an honor system to some extent. Like, which is so really fucking stupid. Which is what we've talked about. Which is yeah. so fucking stupid. When you get to tournaments that actually matter. And where you're actually like needing strokes or you're giving strokes away, like the handicap system is just it's the only way to like make that make sense, but it's just so fucking stupid to me. Like it needs so much adjustment that I can't even think of. Like I, I don't even know. How would That's, you fix the handicap system right now if you could? I, 
I just wouldn't have it. I, I agree like, with you. I feel like golf, it should be average score. I, golf I really is think. the... Well, even that's going to still have issues. It's going to have the same issues. But golf is legitimately, like, the only sport where, like, handicaps are really a thing. Like, every other sport, if you're good, you're just you're just going to win. Yeah. Like, so I, I don't know. I... I guess I get the idea of handicaps to even the playing field, but at some point, like, if I'm better than you at golf, yeah, I should win. Yeah, I agree. I, I, but the whole point about matches in, in some forms, though, is, is making it somewhat competitive so that it can, you know, it's actually... For fucking, no, that my personal thing, it's for losers. I think the I, handicaps system set up for losers. Dude, I think if if we went with no handicaps... Like every tournament or match is just straight up, people would get a lot better. That I was actually just entertaining that idea. Like, what if you actually to take that up a notch? What if you got rid of tees and you had one tee box, one male and one female tee box on every golf course? Uh, I don't like that as much. The problem is, yeah, I mean that would I just the game think, significantly. I think more people need to play more forward tees. Um, yeah, but it's... if you're, I mean, if you're playing in a match, obviously you should definitely have to play the same tees. Yeah. Matches are tough, especially when it, if it's not for money, then I, I think you should pretty much make up your own rules or adjust your own rules. However you really want, as long as both parties agree. I mean, if you're playing like a legitimate match with handicaps, I mean, you're probably playing a try hard, um, I just because even both of you guys, if we were playing in a match for like twenty bucks, I mean, it's hard to imagine either of you being like all that competitive, like for that. No, I, I don't. I haven't really taken a match very seriously in a long time. Yeah. So I actually, I mean, speaking of just playing different tees, I've been wondering about something. So there's a scramble on Friday. Um, just like for all the MBA students at my school. And some of the teams are co-ed, others are just men. And I've really been trying to figure out how they're going to handle like co-ed teams versus all men. Because there's no like separate um, bracket I, yeah, for I, co-ed teams. I, so like if it's a scramble, do you make everyone play the same tees or do you still have the women play the different tees? It kind of sounds like whoever's doing this doesn't really know much about what they're doing. Yeah, probably not. But like if you, have the, if you have the women play the same tees, then it's a clear advantage to have an all-male team. But if you have the women play different tees, I mean, there could very well be situations where teams with women are at a massive advantage on a lot of holes. Yeah, I don't... When is this? Friday? Yeah. Are you going to go to it? I didn't sign up just because... Uh, wow. I, I, didn't, I think I you didn't need to sign anybody. up. I think well, you I didn't need know to sign anyone. up. I didn't know anyone when the sign up or sign up came out. You could have asked so All these 80. people, like... It's just MBA students. All oh. these people messaged our group chat, like, hey, like, looking for teammates. Anyone want to play? And you know what? If I'm going to play in a scramble, I'm there to win. I'm, like, I'm there to get fucked up and win. So I, d- I didn't want to commit to a losing team. But now all of a sudden, like, most of the teams are just like, hey, can you come play with us? Can I make a quick statement? 
Sure. I want to I want to point out how much bullshit it is that you've been at this college for maybe 10 days and you have probably double the friends I've made here in about well I'm entering my last year so about 3 years. Well, here's the thing. I wouldn't say I have a lot of friends. I just have met a lot of people. People who tolerate you. Well, <laughs> it's very different um getting your mba just because everybody's new at this school and all these like all these people are trying to meet other people yeah like mbas are just all about networking so everyone's trying to make friends so it's a it's a lot different than being a freshman at a school yeah or a senior yeah, yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> i don't know envious. i don't know get well maybe ways. maybe you should start studying and try and get in the mba program here well, yeah, come on, Jackson. With you your, can do that. With your 2.0 GPA. <laughs> how about I have a 2.8, and how about I graduate college and then move to California and, and just say fuck you to everyone who was like fuck you too, which is not that many people, so I'm just actually enjoying life. Hmm. Here, um, Interesting take, isn't it? Like, there but you. Jackson, real real quick example of how easy it is to meet people my class that I had right before this, I didn't know a single person in the class. So I'm just sitting in the back row, minding my own business. The teacher made us do like introductions. And she said, she made us give a hobby. First of all, lots of kids said golf. And so I, I said golf. And she's just like, do you have any other hobbies or just golf? I was like, no, nah, I pretty much just play and talk about golf all the time. And so then we went on a we went on a ten minute Loser. break during the middle of class, and some kid just came up to me and started talking golf. <laughs> like people are just anxious to did meet you, the people here. Did you tell him about golf balling? I did. Did you really? Did he follow or no? Yeah, I've got I've gotten some some followers for golf balling just through I think it's, people. I think it's actually just kind of you can I'll follow him, but I think it's kind of crazy how like. You know, being an antisocial, anxious loser, um, I'm just kidding, to a degree. Um, no one's smiling except Sean's got kind of a confused smirk going on right now. Uh, well, at first <laughs> I was trying to determine if you were saying you're an antisocial loser or if n- me or Nick was. Oh, no, you guys are, I mean... Nick's the president of a fraternity, so <laughs> was I, I think it's safe. Was yeah, I'm not still doing that. Really? Yeah. Come on, man. You should know that. I'm so I'd glad you grew out of that. Thank you. Rather kill myself. You're still in the fraternity. There was, or, well, yeah. There was so. nothing worse than listening to Nick talk about the frat twenty four seven. I, I, I oh. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a tough time period, man. You know, but I didn't have much <laughs> else going for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you have a loving family and a you had a semi-successful golf podcast that was getting about 50 listens per episode when we were doing them yeah and we'd get canes once a week well play nhl yeah you know don't don't (laughs) take me back to the good times (laughs) yeah right good old days um but yeah anyways uh golf is actually just i i i want to kind of talk about corona really quickly uh and then we can talk about the playoffs because well first of all like does anyone really carry it um until no. the tour champion yeah exactly so i kind of want to i kind of want to talk about the playoffs 
I kind of want to talk about how like stupid it is, but anyways, golf is. I'm so interested because Sean, what was it like? Golf last year grew one percent or something, or two years ago. I don't know off the top. I of thought my head. you said. I thought you told me that statistic. I think golf no. one percent last year, and this year I think golf like just off of social media and just like so many people just playing golf. Like I actually think that, and then you have all these young stars on tour. Like I think that golf is in one of the better positions in just all of sports. And obviously not like basketball, but like it could overtake baseball one day, you know, as far as like viewership goes. I don't know about, I don't think viewership, but I think you're going to see, continually growing numbers and the amount of people playing. Yeah. I don't think, I, I just don't think the PGA tour will ever draw enough attention or ever be entertaining enough for people to watch it consistently. I agree with that. But I think golf is in a good spot as far as there are tons of people that have started playing golf recently yeah. and it's like, it's becoming cool again. It's, it's gaining some, it, it, and to just be honest with you guys, like, I feel like you guys will agree. Like, from a dedicated golfer perspective, this year has been very entertaining as far as tournaments go, especially without fans. But from, like, a, a random person, like, I mean, I mean, Jim Herman, I'm so happy he won because of his story. But, like, tournaments like the Wyndham are just, like, I just feel like they're so fucking stupid this year. It's just, like... I honestly feel like in the next 30 years, the PGA Tour just will not be the main tour that people are on. PGL, baby. I really um, think that the PGL has so much potential if they get that right. Like, it, The PGA well, yeah. Tour is just lacking in so many areas, but the money is just way too good for any golfer to just be like, fuck that. Because yeah, there's no other alternative. I want to go back to you saying like that the Wyndham has been boring this year. I mean, Wyndham's I would say since, yeah, well, since the restart, I'd say we've had, we've had pretty exciting tournament golf, but I feel like we put so much pressure on, like, especially since we started doing the podcast, we put so much pressure on all these tour events that we normally wouldn't even think about ever. So I don't know. The Wyndham's one of the biggest tournaments of the year, so fuck off. (laughs) I mean, the Wyndham's never really been that captivating of a tournament, but like all of these, like just regular tour tournaments in the past, they've never been exciting. So I don't even think it's fair to say that they're not exciting anymore. I mean, at some point, they're just not, they're not going to be. But that's just fucking stupid, dude. Like, I can't get over it. I I just. Yeah. I mean, at, at the same time, too many tournaments are like the excitement level of them is too reliant on whether or not tiger plays i i think that there are way too many tournaments in golf right now just from like that perspective because for growing the game i mean it's good and for making other golfers known it's good brian todd got two brendan Brendan todd Todd. yeah brian todd too yeah no no brian todd brendan todd is having a phenomenal year but he's won like yeah, tournaments. So it's like your average follower of golf balling is gonna have no idea who Brendan Todd is. No idea. Yeah. When he For is sure. one of the player of the years to this point. And it's just it's like 
I don't even know what to say about it because is it a PGA Tour thing? Is it a marketableness thing? Or is it just because it's golf? Or is it like... It's, it's tricky. It's, it's so it all, tricky. No, it, it all just... At the end of the day, I think it all just boils down to the fact that golf is a very difficult sport to broadcast and make entertaining. Yeah. Like, it. it's... Like, we don't live in a society that really values slow-paced things. Like, okay. people's attention spans are very short, and that just doesn't line up with golf. So, with the exception of, like, the majors, golf is never going to be that exciting of a sport to watch for the average fan. Yeah. And, you know, to be honest, I consider myself an average fan, and it... it it's honestly, other than like maybe the top seven golf tournaments of the year, top eight, it, unless there's a big name at the top of the leaderboard, which I feel like this year really hasn't been the case. And that's totally fine. I'm not having a problem with that, but I'm just saying like, I mean, imagine if Brooks Kepka or Rory McIlroy were just on absolute fire right now. Like, remember when Bryson was winning all the or playing incredible and he still is but like the hype to Bryson has died out which is unfair but like it's not as intense as it was in the first three weeks where it's like holy shit everyone take a shot if you can hear that um (laughs) it's like he's the most entertaining golfer and he had these three weeks where he came top seven won a tournament and now it's kind of like the playoffs are just so boring when because we, it, it's it's all these small-time golfers just trying to get a spot and i think and it'll it, change when we get to the major why? season but what's major season this year there's only two more majors left and you have it's the u.s open in yeah, one month already, and then you have the masters in the major season technically you have the masters okay, in like, three months be... i'm saying i agree with you this year is going to be entertaining enough but like next year other than the summer from like Whenever the Arnold Palmer is, probably Arnold Palmer to, I mean, the Tour Championship really is pretty much the only inter- entertaining part of the of the season. Unless you're an actual real just golf fan, and then yeah, you're fine. Just because yeah. you're a Rory McIlroy fan, and you Rory like, Tour fan. Championship, East Lake, fuck. Well, it's just kind of like, it, it's like this Wyndham, even though we have a golf podcast, like, I didn't watch it. I If I were able to watch it. I haven't bought cable yet, but if I were able to watch it, I wouldn't have watched it maybe the last hole just to see Herman win. But I really wanted Horseville, to be honest. Go Gators. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like on Saturday, I had tons of free time to potentially watch golf. And it crossed my mind. I was like, oh, should I watch the Wyndham so I actually know what I'm talking about? And I was just like, nah, like I really don't even feel like it. I'd rather just watch anything on Netflix. Yeah, and, like, and especially when you talk, just, like I understand it this week because we have the Northern Trust, and it's like, like the Wyndham is. If we're talking worst golf term, can we rank the top three worst golf tournaments really quickly, or is that too hard? Because right away hard. I would put Wyndham and Travelers. Tricky. I, would, I would put Wyndham and Travelers right away. Okay. I feel like that's just a recency bias. It is totally a recency bias because TPC or that's another podcast. Yeah, it is. I, the Travelers Tournament is bad to me, but the course isn't horrible. Okay. Whereas, like, the 3M to me is pretty boring. 
the Detroit mortgage is extremely boring, actually. Um, I think they should just do better courses. I think there's a lot of courses I, that I agree the J Tour is just untapped and yeah, like abandoned dunes. Yeah, but that's like a very hard tournament. Like it's not set up for fans and stuff. And I guess like it, we don't need right it. now. Yeah, play one at I, Butler. I feel like the I feel like the PGA Tour. It, it would have been so cool if they could, in a hypothetical, just cancel like the PGA Tour season and like if the sponsors weren't affected and the money wasn't a thing and they just like could do a revised coronavirus schedule where it's like every other week we play this really cool course and even if it's Pebble Bandon like no matter where it is as long as it's like one of those courses it, it's kind of yeah, cool. I mean just get some diversity in the courses and start playing ones that we don't yeah. usually see on TV just because they can't hold fans typically and, and the PGA Championship was actually just beautiful like TPC Harding Park like that that course looks so cool like yeah. if we're ever yeah. in San Francisco we should definitely play there like public yeah, golf place courses definitely has some more vibes yeah it, 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 it was that was such a cool tournament and it and it's gonna get affected because it had no fans and the hype's actually kind of already gone and I'm gonna put it as because Colin Morikawa won it actually I would love to see this is a totally ridiculous point or thought but I would love to see a tournament where they don't let the course know that they're playing at the tournament until like a they day or two before <laughs> so that they don't have time to like really adjust the setup for the PGA Tour like I want to see these guys play on a normal course just shoot like 10 under <laughs> I don't think they'd go that low what if they're playing Oldo dude I mean people would go low because it's easy but at the same time, like they wouldn't make a lot of putts because the greens absolutely would suck. <laughs> It'd be too slow for them. The fairways would be in shit shape. They wouldn't roll out like they usually do. Like it would just be kind of interesting to see a tournament at a course that hasn't been like completely or I don't, just the setup hasn't been completely dictated by the PGA Tour stopping there. I like it, and I think that they should play Banded Dunes immediately. Yeah, I mean, Banded Dunes is an unbelievable course. I just think that, like, I, I think that you would gain so much. If the Detroit mortgage, maybe not the Detroit because it's in Detroit. Let's say the Travelers play Championship at was at. Play that at Arcadia Bluffs. Yeah. So, yeah, take the Travelers and you throw Bandon Dunes. The Band- Travelers Championships at Bandon Dunes. All of a sudden, it is a tournament you'll watch. And it's because it's a See, tournament people will play. At the same time, though, it's a tournament that people like us would watch just because we know what Bandon Dunes is. That's not going to really bring that many more people. I, I know, but it's better than TPC Twin Lakes or whatever the fuck that course was called. Like, yeah. It, it would help you get some of the more serious golf fans to actually watch the tournament, but it wouldn't it wouldn't do anything for just the average sports fan. Yeah. I like it. I I honestly like doing a podcast where you have to talk about golf and then like the PGA tour has to be a talking point is just so annoying because it, it's so annoying, the PGA tour. Like it really words can't well, describe it. When we when we used to like strictly talk PGA Tour, 
it used to feel like such a burden to have to watch the PGA Tour. It was every week. <laughs> like it really I was, dude. I hated like having to watch it. Like if yeah. I, if I want to watch golf, yeah, I love watching it, but I never want to like feel like I have to. Yeah, it's like all right, you guys are coming over at four o'clock on a Sunday. We're watching the end of the golf tournament, and then we're talking about it on a podcast. It's like well. Yeah. This tournament isn't fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bored. Yeah. No offense to Jim Herman, but like, he had a great weekend. Shout Who the Jim fuck's Herman. Jim Herman, though? He's From like, your average golfer standpoint, I feel like a decent amount of people know who he is. I have a no. golf podcast. I have 320,000 followers on Instagram, and and Jim Herman had a win not this year. Famous in memes, and I had no idea who Jim Herman was. And I would have had no idea I mean, he won a tournament unless they didn't promote the fuck out of it. Okay. I'm kind of going to – I'm going to agree with Jackson there. I don't yeah. think many people at all know who Jim Herman is. Well, sounds I like, do. It sounds like Jim Herman I mean, yeah, I, I just knew who he was, but right? I just didn't, like if, – if the name Jim Herman wasn't said, I would never just, like, randomly think about Jim Herman yeah, right. when I'm thinking about golf at all. Like Tony Fino. The name if, I was, if I was looking through players to bet on, I would never think, oh, I should throw a bet on Jim Herman. Yeah. Well, now we do. But Jim Herman, your average 42-year-old man from Ohio, which we've, we all know Ohio. Come on. Let's not get ourselves. I know unless, quite a few. I got a good segment. Unless you live in segment. Cleveland or Columbus, let's, let's you know, it's Ohio. So I'm going to name three. I think for nah, the next podcast, you. I'm going to name three names. And one of them is a PGA Tour cool. name, and you have to figure out which oh, one plays. Can you do PGA one right now? Tour. Can you do one right now, Nick? Come I on. really wish you had one ready. Yeah, yeah, can you do one right now? Give it like two minutes. This podcast right. is almost like over an hour. Yeah, it is. Um, all right, Sean, let's talk. Uh, <laughs> let's talk. This PGA. podcast is flown by. <laughs> let's talk PGA because I know Nick doesn't like it. Nick's got a girlfriend. Dude, does he? Crowd I goes. Dinner. I got dinner ready. Right I now. mean, you I can always leave. No, I w- I'm never doing that. To but the brand. viewers have listened to you for a whole hour and five minutes, and if they're still here, they True. tolerate all of us. So it's, <laughs> I mean, it's their loss. No, there's probably the one person that's listening just for Nick at this point. <laughs> it was like, fuck, dude, don't leave, don't leave. The whole right there's that one. The, there's the one guy that actually like agrees with all of Nick's takes, <laughs> and he's just like, I need to hear him say something intelligent. <laughs> Uh, the fact that we're we're at that point pretty much where it's like, I mean, literally probably in the next few, by the end of the year, the calendar year, like there will be fans for all three of us, which just absolutely blows my mind because to me, I'm a fucking moron. Nick's a fucking idiot and Sean's like a tryhard. So it's like, you know, <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's, that's the reason a lot of people would dislike me is just because... <laughs> I say things like statistically too much. And... You sound like the biggest tryhard, but then like, it, it, I mean, you used to be not tryhard, but you used to be kind of like, I don't want to use the word hardcore, but I would say you're like dedicated. You're like into it, you know. Well, like that's that's just my that's just my personality. Anything no, I it do, is. Gonna, yeah, but like now the, but now you don't really care if I if I take the par, which I actually no, I, I couldn't give less of a shit. Yeah, okay, <laughs> I got. Wait, I, I created one. All right, here we go. Um, okay. Would you look at the corner? This is going to be so super obscure. There's one person who played in the Wyndham Championship. 
The other okay. three didn't. Jackson, don't look any. Yeah, oh, I thought you were grabbing. Okay. First yeah, hands one. Hands up, boys. Hands okay. up, boys. Noah Wilkes, okay. Scott Brown, or Chris Sloan. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um, those are tricky. Can you I'm say them go... one more time? Noah Wilkes. Was it? Noah Wilkes, Scott Brown. Brown, and Chris Sloan. Chris Sloan. I... There is no there. I will. I will literally put. I will put five hundred fake dollars right now that it's not Noah Wilkes. I will put five hundred fake dollars. Okay, fake dollars right now, Sean. Let's hear. It. I'm. I'm feeling Scott Brown, even though that sounds like the most plausible to be made up. It sounds like you just downloaded Rory McIlroy. They gave it, you a name, and you're like, "Fuck it, I just want to play." Yeah, it. I don't know. Something about that just sounds right to me, though. Sounds like Scotty Scheffler, like yeah. yeah. Sounds like Scotty Scheffler, but it's a whole thing, Sean. It's like it's like I'm thinking. It's like where would Nick place this PGA Tour player? One, two, or three? Like if you had to guess Nick as a person, I feel like he doesn't want to draw too much attention to it. So Sean's saying two, but I'm saying I'm really putting it on three. My favorite number is one. My girlfriend's favorite number is two. Oh my god. Oh my god, you guys are so fucking cute. Please tell me more. I'm kidding. She's out in the room. I think she's yeah. upset at me right now. Oh, I thought she was getting your food. She already did, like 30 minutes ago. All right, so, so can we get the answer? <laughs> you, you have to guess. Both. I, I told guess you. no, I Wilkes. He just. I think, I think Scott Brown. Wait, we're guessing there's who's one, real, right? Who, yeah, there's only one real one. Yeah, I think it's Scott Brown. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Did you just make up those names? There's one real name. So you made up the other two names. No, there's one PGA Tour. Oh, one person who's played in the other PGA Tour. Just golfers? They're just people. They could be golfers. They could oh, not. I, they didn't I, play in the Wyndham Championship. Right. Noah doesn't sound like a golf name at all because I can't name it a doesn't. single golfer. <laughs> I can't name a single golfer named Noah, but I'm gonna go with Noah Wilkes. All right. You think he's the real one? I think it's Noah Wilkes, dude. I do. Okay, the answer is Scott Brown. God damn it. <laughs> the reason I went with Noah was I was like, you know what? Like, I feel like this would just kind of throw, like, be a curveball, right? It's either too obvious or is it like. But Scott Brown, like, come on. Dude, Scott I didn't, Brown. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to pick Scott name. Brown. Yeah, I didn't want to pick Scott Brown because it sounds very easily so, made up. It's so... But I just feel like I've seen that name before. So I, was, I just can had we, to. Can we get a, can we like check Scott Brown's career really quickly? What's he up to? What he plays He's never had one. <laughs> Scott Brown type, tied for 42nd. Okay, that's not bad at all. I type in Scott Brown and it says United States Ambassador to New Zealand. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to narrow this a little more to golf. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, yeah. anytime you have to type in golf after somebody's name, you know they haven't really made it in golf yet. All right, here we go. Oh, guys, guess where he was born? Sean, guess where he was born? It's a big golf state. Augusta. Big golf. Oh. <laughs> Is he a Georgia boy? He just said the answer. Yeah. Well, well I right. guess. I'm gonna probably go eat my food, all right, um, and and chill out early. So all Nick listeners, I'm sorry, okay. I'm gonna have to just tough this one out. Um, I loved talking to you guys for an hour and five minutes. Can we get a? Do you want to hear Scott Brown's best finish of the year? Yeah, please. You're gonna be surprised. What is it? Let's go Genesis Invitational. What place do you think he came in? Tied for thirty second. 
Oh. He shot nine under. Second. Third. He's second. Look at Scott Brown, man. Look at Scott Brown, dude. Well, we're at the Genesis. Yeah. Peace out, boys. See you, Nick. Let's take a look at his career. Oh my God, that is tough. Um, Sean. Dude, after that Scott Brown thing, I tried Googling myself. Like, I tried Googling just Sean O'Grady, not Sean O'Grady Golf. And I don't come up until, like, page five of Google. Dude, what shows up? Like, your LinkedIn or something? No, my college stats. Oh, okay. But if Sean... you Google Sean O'Grady Golf, let's see. Sean, I'll give you $5 if you can answer this question. Ten right, million dollars. If, if you Google Sean O'Grady golf though, on the top top four results. John Carroll. Uh John Carroll, IJGA, my personal Twitter, and then my LinkedIn. Wow. I wanna get a what do you think what do you think that Jim Herman's career earnings are? Over or under ten million dollars. Can you tell me his age? Forty one. I'm pretty sure. 41 over 10 million. God damn it. I'm going to guess. All right. Let's go 14, official world golf ranking. 14.3 million. Can you just, just guess? No, it was 10.025. What do you think? Right. He's 37, by the way. My bad. What do you think his official world golf ranking is? Um, let's see. So he's, he's won twice this year. No. Scott Brown? Oh, Scott Brown? Yeah, who do you, do you think we were talking about Jim Herman? We were talking about Jim Herman. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> you said Jim Herman. No, I meant... Oh, God damn it. Scott Brown has made more than $10 million? I know! <laughs> Jim Herman? <laughs> yeah, you checked. <laughs> um, I, Scott Brown's got a career win. And he's made $10 million with one win? Yeah. I'm trying to check this Scott Brown PGA victory. Let's see. Oh, my God, dude. It doesn't even have it. Oh, okay. This is actually kind of fucking cool. So in 2013, Scott Brown won his first event. Yeah, it was at the Puerto Rico Open, but he shot 20 under. And the runner-up was Jordan Spieth. I'm pretty sure, hasn't like somebody who's won the Puerto Rico Open never won a different tournament or something like I that? Was, I thought it was Tony Finau. Yeah, I know, but hasn't Tony Finau... Only won the or they've never won like a non opposite field event. I thought I thought the answer was Tony Finau though. No. Um well Tony Finau's done it, but or I, he's he's won the Puerto Rico Open, but I don't think he's won. Do you know who else you know who won the Puerto Rico Open this year? Who? Victor Hovland. Right. Yeah. And then you look at last oh, year. It's, you got it's something team. weird. Like, maybe it's nobody's won a tournament after winning the Puerto Rico Open. I, it's something I'm pretty strange. sure that's what it was. Tony Finau has not. Tony Finau has one tournament win, right? It's at Puerto Rico Open. Uh, I think so. 
I will check right I've now. Been busy looking up, I've been busy looking up Jim. Or, yeah. Uh, Tony Finau won PGA Tour win. 2015, 2016 PGA or uh, Puerto Rican Open. Yeah. Um, by the way, I finally found Jim Herman's career earnings. Yeah. What do we got here? Over under ten mil. I'm gonna go. How old is he? Forty one. He's forty two. Uh. Man, I'm gonna go under. Well, actually, hold up. Wait a minute. He's won twice this year. I'm gonna take the over. He's got three PGA Tour wins. Okay. That's gotta do it. Come on. Eight point three million. I, I the way you're wording it is like no fucking way, but like, <laughs> goddamn, dude. How has he made less money than Scott Brown? <laughs> Who the fuck is Scott Brown? I don't know. But he's got ten, he's got t- at least ten mil in the bank. I want to say really quickly the the lowest, the worst finish that Tony Finau has gotten in a major is fifth place. That's 2019 absurd. Masters. Good night, everybody. That is absurd. All right, Sean, we're at hour 15. What do you say we uh, wrap this up, eh? Yeah. Do you want to keep want to push pint? to hour, hour two? No, nah, you're trying to grab a pint after this? Grab a pint after this. I got a hey, pint you can, be in, you can be in South Bend by 11.30. Could I? I got to well, drive 11.30 my time. I gotta, yeah, I got to drive home. Get my car. Well, just take the, take the golf balling jet. Oh, all right. Well, ladies and I got, gentlemen, I got parking. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. yeah, all right. So, ladies and gentlemen, I got to go to Sean's place in Indiana, the best state ever, because um, yeah, I want to leave. We, we haven't told our listeners that we bought a jet yet. Um, just all that sponsorship money we've been all, getting. All of a sudden, guys, golf balling is like, like it's like we're Joe Rogan. It, it's it's like, a billion-dollar business. It's a billion-dollar business. We make so much fucking money off this. It's like... God damn it, dude! I just wish I, I just wish I could get another job. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I wish I had to work. <laughs> um, that was sarcasm. <laughs> Obviously, you can't see us laughing right now. But yeah. yeah, um, I forgot the joke I was gonna make. So, either do some small talk or wrap it up here, and uh, I'll think of my joke. Um. Well, I think we should leave a little nugget here for Nick, just in case he decides to listen. There is no fucking <laughs> way. Ever. No. <laughs> but I could I could see him just listening to the portion after he left no, to see what we said. I could see I could see somebody he knows being like, yo, at an hour and seventeen twenty one, your boys shat on you. And he's <laughs> like and then I don't even I don't even think he would listen. I think he would just like text us and be like, "Yo, what was this text I got? What'd you guys say?" And it'd be like, "Oh, whoa, whoa. I didn't even want to shit on him. I just wanted to like have him text us something if he listened, like text us a word if he listened to this." Oh, portion. okay. Um, let's think of something like not too far, but like pretty far. You know, while while you think of this, um, in that in that class I just got back from before recording this. We had to pick groups in the class, and you had to pick a group name. Mm-hmm. And so it's technically an accounting class. So all these people are doing like accounting puns. And one of the guys in my group was just like, "All right, what do you want our name to be?" I was like, "Let's be the B team. <laughs> Set expectations low." <laughs> I like it. Did you guys take it? Yeah. Oh, nice. It's just an absurd name for a team. <laughs> like, 
just calling yourself as a B team. <laughs> I also can't believe you're in actual college classes right now in person, but um, yeah, it's pretty weird. I'm trying to think of something that would really just irritate Nick. I'm thinking either like I wish Bryson I knew his Bryson's a chode. Well, what if we used like his sectional score from senior year, <laughs> or like like I want it. I want it to be like something sentimental, guys. If you know Nick Bavaro, please fucking send him this. Tell him to listen to this right now. Um, go ahead. Go on his Instagram at Nick Babs, N I C K, B A V S. Send him a DM. And be like, yo, your boys roasted the absolute fuck out of him. If you say those exact words, I will literally value you a dollar. I I will just honestly love you forever and never stop talking about this on the podcast. If you're listening <laughs> to this right now, I promise you, if you say those exact words, that will be it. All right, Nick, if you get to this point, text us that you also miss Fat Nick. I miss Fat Nick. Um, I want to I make a couple of quick statements, though. What was his ex-girlfriend's name? Is that too I far? No <laughs> I have no idea. Like freshman or sophomore year of college. She, was, she cheated on him. Sorry, Nick. Whatever uh, her name is. Nick, text me her name. Um, didn't she look really young? Nick's kind of no, got a thing for young-looking women. I think women. she was kind of cute. If we're being I honest. remember thinking that she looked twelve, but um, let's think. I really, I really <laughs> this hope it's taken so long. I real, I guys, I swear to God, if you're listening right now and you're not sending Nick Babs a message, like, why the fuck are you listening right now? Like, <laughs> yeah, at this point, you might as well give it up. The podcast is over, and if you don't, if you don't like us enough to message Nick Babs on Instagram, then just fucking. I'll see you guys on Thursday. Um, <laughs> God damn it, Sean. What's like a quick, like witty thing to say to Nick if you like are mad at him or something? I, I don't know. I'm all about situational humor. All right. So um, let's just let's just all DM Nick Babs. I'm sorry, Mary, if you're listening to this. Let's all just DM Nick Babs and ask him for his ex-girlfriend's name so that we can briefly talk about it in the end of the episode for all of you guys who actually care uh, in, in, on Thursday or Wednesday's episode. So, and then let's let, then let's find her Instagram handle and well, give that I, one out. I know it, but no, we're not doing that. I actually I remembered her name just now. But Ooh. I want to see if the viewers do it. So, um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Please leave a review. If like if you just listen to us for an hour and a half and you haven't written over a review, can you please leave us a review? Like, come on. You, oh, you I've live- got one. I've oh, got okay. one final closing statement. Let's hear it. We're gonna be doing all of our future podcasts in ASMR. Um, <laughs> yeah, guys, I'm not quite sure how this sounds on your voices, but I'm. Uh... Pretty much up to my mic like I would be if I were trying to seduce a Twinkie. <laughs> it sounded so creepy when you were like, I'm uh, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much feeling it right now. We should do we should do an ASMR podcast. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in to today's podcast. I'm your host. 
Jostro. I'm here with that's so Grady. It's the oh, future God. he can see. That's so Grady. <laughs> Nobody even like thinks of shit like that outside of our high school. I think that I think that we should make a fan page for Sean and call it That's so Grady. Dude, there used to be a, a page it was essentially making fun of my cousin called Mo Money Mo Grady. <laughs> That's actually hilarious. <laughs> Funniest page I've ever seen. That is hilarious. Um, But yeah, anyways, thank you guys for listening and uh, cheers.